Our Bible's open to Ephesians chapter 2. We dealt with the first part of this chapter the other night, and tonight we want to start with verse 11, and the theme is, Wherefore remember. Mark that in your Bible, Wherefore remember. And there are several things in this chapter that I want to lay on our hearts that we remember. <clears throat> Memory is a wonderful, wonderful blessing. Sometimes it causes a lot of hurt. How many of you have had memories that you wish you could forget? How many of you have memories that you're thankful for? Amen. Well, in this passage, we're reminded by the Apostle Paul to remember some things. Wherefore remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision, but that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope without God in this world. Remember, you were at one time without Christ. You were without hope. I don't know whether there's anybody here tonight that is without hope. Sometimes we have tough times, we have discouragements, we have uh, interferences to the joys that come to our lives. But most of the people in this room tonight have confessed Christ as your Savior. And so it's important that we remember that one time we were without Christ. And when we go soul winning, or as we go, we meet people that do not know Christ, whether it's in a restaurant, or in our business, or in our work, or on the street, wherever we are. Many of the people we meet are without Christ. There are over 100,000 people in Warren County. It has been estimated by those who have studied the statistics that 80,000 of these do not go to church. 80,000 of the 100,000. And the ones that do go are not regularly there, but there's a huge prospect list in this city, in our county. That's where you have a bus ministry. That's the reason for a lot of the things we do. It's the reason for our radio ministry, for the anchor broadcast, and for Teen Time. For many years, we had a Sunday morning radio broadcast. For a number of years, we had a daily broadcast, getting the gospel out to the ends of the earth and the ends of our area and city. That's the reason for the Mexican mission, the other mission times in the summer, to get the gospel out to people. Remember, we were at one time without Christ. Now look at verse 13. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. Now you're made nearer to the Lord by the blood of Christ. The reason we have any hope at all is the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanseth us from all sin. That's our only hope. If there's no blood atoned, if there's no blood applied or appropriated to our lives by faith, then we're of all men most miserable. Becoming a Christian is not subscribing to certain doctrines 
or signing a card saying, I want to join the church. Becoming a Christian has to do with repentance toward God and faith in the Lord Jesus, in which we turn from sin and ourself and turn to Christ and invite Christ to be our Lord and our Savior. When that's true, He wants to live through us. Now we are made nigh to God, we're also made nigh to His people. You know, it's God's will for us to be in fellowship with each other, for us to love one another. The earmark or the, the uh, identifying mark of Christians is L-O-V-E, love. If I have all kinds of faith so I could remove mountains, I have the tongues of angels and have not love, it profits nothing. Love can only come from the Holy Spirit. It is not natural for us to love. Most of us love ourselves. To love others, even those who hurt us, we just reach out and love them. That's what Jesus did at the cross. While he was dying on the cross, those who thought they were murdering him, who made fun of him, who gambled for his garments, who spit upon him, who gave him vinegar to drink. Our Lord looked into heaven and he said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. I know he was in terrible anguish. I do not know whether he could smile at that time or not, but he had that kind of a heart. Lord, they don't know what they're doing. Forgive them. And I think in that moment, God the Father and God the Son made an eternal agreement that whosoever would believe in Jesus would not perish but have everlasting life. Thirdly, look in verses 14 to 18. <clears throat> For he is our peace, who hath made both one and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man so making peace, that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby, and came and preached peace to you which were afar off, and to them that were nigh. For through faith, for through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. The wall of partition has been torn down. I don't know whether you've ever been to Berlin or not. During the dark days of the Cold War, there was a big wall between West Berlin and East Berlin, divided West Germany from East Germany. There were people in the towers with guns. And anybody that would try to escape from East Germany into West Germany would be shot. Well, before we get saved, there's a wall between our heart and God. It's a wall of sin. It's a wall of ordinances. It's a wall of commandments. And when we come to Christ, that wall is torn away. We have access by faith to God. We don't have to go through the preacher. We don't have to go through the church. We don't have to go through the priest or the pope or anybody else who go directly to God. 
That's the joy of being a Christian. The wall has been torn away. You just think what you've inherited in Christ. We've inherited faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Last of all, look at the beginning of verse 19. Now therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto a holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. You're no more strangers and foreigners. Some of you have visited foreign countries. Almost every year for many, many years we've gone to Mexico. Sometimes we've taken five people, sometimes eight people, sometimes 11 people. Sometimes on the bus we took 20 people. But invariably when they get back into Mission, Texas, or on this side of the border, there's a relief. And uh, we try to see if the Golden Corral is still open so we can go get some American food. And one day when we were coming back, one of the guys got out and kissed the soil in America. You're glad to be back home. No more a foreigner, no more an alien. When we come to Christ, we're no longer a foreigner to him. We're no longer an alien. We're at home with the Lord. And we sang a while ago when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. God has arranged that we can make earth a little bit like heaven here. And when we come to God's house, the house of God ought to be like heaven. We ought to rejoice and love each other, put aside our foibles, put aside our failures. Is there anyone here in the room tonight who has never failed in anything? Never failed. Anybody who has never sinned? Is there anybody here that has never done something you wish you hadn't done? We're all in the same boat. When you come to Christ, you know what happens? Christ puts that in the sea of his forgetfulness. He puts it behind his back. He remembers it against us no more. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. No more strangers and foreigners. We're fellow citizens with the Lord. We are built upon the firm foundation of the apostles and of Jesus himself. We sing how firm a foundation, ye saints of the Lord, is laid for his faith, our faith in his excellent word. This word is the basis for our faith. <clears throat> our faith is not a blind faith. It's built upon Christ. On Christ, the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. And when we come to Christ, we stand upon the faith of Peter and James and John and Bartholomew and Thomas. They were not perfect. Peter denied the Lord. Thomas doubted the Lord. We stand on the faith of Savonarola, John Wesley, Charles Spurgeon, Billy Graham. We stand on their faith. And under all of them is Jesus. How firm that foundation. So when we come to Christ, we have the foundation of faith in Christ. 
We're not what we used to be. By the grace of God, I'm not what I was. By the grace of God, I am not yet what I will be. By the grace of God, I am what I am. And that's what all of us can say and rejoice in. Just think what's happened to you when you came to Christ. Ephesians chapter 2 tells all about it. We're not foreigners. We're not aliens. There's no wall between our heart and Christ. We are one with him. We've been born again. The price for our redemption has been paid. To God be the glory. Let's bow together in prayer. Our Father, we thank you for the truth of the Word of God and all the Word tells us about how wonderful it is to be a Christian. Help us to believe that and to practice it, to stand on it. And when the devil tries to make us doubt or be afraid, give us the faith to believe you. And then, Lord, give us the desire, the zeal to go out and bring others to Christ. We ask it in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Let's stand. Hymn number 13. Since I started for the kingdom. Page 13. Great invitation hymn. A great hymn of victory. <clears throat> As we sing this, if God has spoken to your heart about any matter, maybe there's somebody here tonight who needs to come and say, I've been away from God. I want to get back. I need to get back serving the Lord. Maybe you've already been saved, but you've been away. Come on back tonight. It may be you're here and there's some special burden on your heart. You just want to come and kneel at the altar. Do what God says to do while we sing together since I started for the kingdom. <laughs>